But the Bible also teaches that God is a God of love. That God loves. I'm glad that's in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. That God is a God of love and mercy and grace. And that God loves everybody. I don't care who you are. He has the hairs of your head numbered. He sees the sparrow fall. He's interested in you. And he loves you. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. No matter where you are in life, no matter what your circumstances are, your answers are always found in the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to encourage you today to never, ever give up. Always keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. Now get ready and stay tuned for another exciting message from the Word of God. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I really do appreciate it. If this is your first time with us, I want to encourage you to subscribe to this channel. It's free. We do this to help you grow in the Lord, to help you just keep moving forward in the Lord Jesus Christ and be everything that you can be. And above all, we just don't want you to ever give up. We want you to keep walking with Jesus Christ. Today, let's jump into it. I want to talk to you today about what kind of garden do you have? Let's jump into it. What kind of garden do you have? Interesting question. What kind of garden do you have? Let's turn to Matthew chapter 13, verse 1. It says, that same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Some large crowds gathered around him. He got into a boat and he sat in it, while all of the people stood on shore. Verse 3, then he told many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. Verse 4, as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Verse 5, some fell on rocky places, where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly, because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Verse 7. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Verse 8. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Verse 9. Whoever has ears, let him here. I want to talk to you today about the parable of the sower. It's one of the most important parables that Jesus ever told. And the title of this today is a question. What kind of garden are you growing? Heavenly Father, we thank you today. We ask you to just oversee your word today. Give us ears to hear it and a heart to receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. This is a very important parable that Jesus taught, and there are truths in it that can change your life if you let it. Listening to the truths within this parable can change your destiny. If you're one of the first three people mentioned in it, you are in spiritual peril. Let me say that again. If you are one of the first three people mentioned in this parable, you are in spiritual peril. 
you're not where you need to be. But the good news is you can learn to be the fourth person and you can grow in Jesus Christ. Jesus used this parable to show us how important the gospel is and how important the word of God is. The sower or the farmer in this story is Jesus. He plants the seed. The seed is the word of God. Jesus showed us four responses to his word being planted in our garden, that is, our hearts. Three responses were bad, only one was good. I'm asking us today to examine our hearts and ask ourselves, which one of these are we? Number one, the first person is the person who hears the word of God but doesn't take it in and understand it. Matthew 13 and 18, Jesus said, listen then to what the parable of the sower means. Here is person number one. Verse 19, when anyone hears the message of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. Think about that. The person hears the message of the kingdom. They hear the gospel. They hear the word of God. They might hear it on TV, a podcast. They might hear it at Walmart. They might go to church. But they heard the gospel message. And at that very moment, the enemy's ears perk up. Uh-oh, he says. That person just heard the word. The word can change their life. But then he smiles and he sees that they don't understand it. And he attacks them. He swoops in. He snatches what they received right out of their heart. And it's sad and it's tragic and it happens all the time. This type of person is not interested in finding the truth. They are casual churchgoers usually and they have no real desire to learn. And Satan steals the truth right from their heart. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. In that verse, God was referring to backslidden priests but it also applies to us today. I've said it many times, but we need a hunger for the Word of God. We must have a hunger for the Word of God, and not only to receive it, but that we receive the truth of it. Not denominational creeds, not what Bible colleges teach, not what uh, you were taught when you were a little boy in Sunday school, but the truth of the Word of God. If you receive the truth from those things, great. But many times we don't. And we desperately need truth. Number two today, there was the seed that was sown in stony places. Matthew 13 and 20. This is the second person. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. Hey, that's great. Awesome. Verse 21. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. This person needs to wake up, and I've had them in my church. The word has no root in them. It's not rooted down into their hearts, and people get in, they receive the word, they have joy, they shout, they lift up their hands, but the word never gets rooted in them. And then when trouble comes, they not only fall away, but Jesus said they fall away quickly. I've mentioned it before. But studies show that most Christians don't read their Bibles on a regular basis. Why? What causes this? They don't get rooted. 
And we can't get rooted in the word if we don't study it and pray over it. I get concerned about some of our own in the church I pastor. I see some people enjoy the music, they clap, they sing, they shout, and yet in my heart, I know that they are not rooted in the word of God. It's just not part of who they are. And then when trouble comes, they fall away. I've seen people make the most awful, terrible decisions, especially when it comes to relationships, all because people don't have the word of God rooted in them and because they don't fast and pray. They are led by their emotions and they fall every time. When you don't get rooted in the word, you set yourself up for disaster. You compromise your faith. You live in a way and you do things that you know you should not do. All because the seed, the word of God, is not rooted in your heart. Psalm 119 verse 11 says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Colossians 2 verse 6 says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in your faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. If you aren't rooted, don't stay there. Get rooted in the word of God. I have a beautiful plant growing in my backyard. And when I got it, it was very small, just in a little tiny small container. I replanted it into a much larger pot. I water it. I mean, I soak it big time every single day. And now it's about four or five times bigger than it was when I got it. What happened? It got fed well. That's what we need to do with the word. It got watered and its roots grew down deep, just like we need to do with the word of God. Number three today. The cares of life, the third person, the cares of life, the worries of life, and the riches of life choke out the word. This is the third person. Matthew 13 and 22, the seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. He or she hears the word. They go to church. They're part of it. They love it. They're excited about it. But then the cares of life come. Money troubles come. Or just wanting more of it comes. Deceit comes in. And the Bible says it chokes the word out of you. This type of person forgets their first love, which is Jesus. They go to church, but Jesus is a million miles from their heart. Folks, we've got to be sold out. There is no in-between. You're either cold, lukewarm, or you're burning hot for Jesus Christ. One of those three. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 58 says, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Folks, this world around us, even many in the church world, are ready to fold ready to throw in the towel. In our society, what we believe in is hated. They hate us because we believe in Jesus. They hate us because we love the unborn and can't stand to see the unborn aborted. We're against abortion. They hate us because we believe in traditional man between one man and one woman. And that is God's will, period. End of story. 
and we will not let go of those biblical values we will be hated for it and if you're not rooted when the persecution comes you will not stand amen you will not stand the world will hate you the question is will you keep standing and when the world crashes will you fall away with it or will you be rooted in the word of God number four today is the person that you want to be it's the person who hears the word stands firm the word takes root and they grow and they flourish in the kingdom of God Matthew 13 and 23 but the seed falling on good ground on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it this is the one who produces a crop yielding a hundred sixty or thirty times what was sown this is the person who lives by Psalm 119 and 130 Psalm 119 verse 130 your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path it all comes back to having a hunger for the word of God and for the things of God can we stay so true to Jesus that this world does not sway us you remember Simon Peter walking on the water and then when he got his eyes on the storm he fell and he sank the storm was raging Jesus came walking on the water and Simon wanted to walk out there with with Jesus where he was and he did but when he saw the lightning and the rain and the thunder and the winds and the clouds screaming around him he lost sight of Jesus and Jesus said why did you doubt we doubt when we get our eyes on everything but Jesus folks we talked about four types of people today which one are you the good news is if you're not number four you can be what kind of spiritual garden are you growing is that seed the Word of God planted deep is it taking root amen today would be a good day just to rededicate yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ amen Lord Jesus we praise you today we thank you for your goodness we thank you for your love we thank you for your word let it get rooted down in us and let us get firmly planted in you strengthen our inner man Lord let us dwell let our hearts dwell in faith being rooted and established in you fill us with your power today so we can live for you and I praise you for it today God I pray for everyone listening that you would just touch their lives fill them with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining us today. I sure do appreciate it. And again, if if you're not subscribed to this podcast, please do so. We're on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere that you can find a podcast. We appreciate it. It means a lot to us. Do us a favor and take it one more step and invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. Again, thank you so much for joining us. May God's greatest and his best be yours in Christ Jesus.